The Full Spectrum Podcast, presented by Champions and Legends. Champions and Legends produces hemp-derived CBD sports supplements for athletic preparation, performance, and recovery. Discover Champions and Legends on the World Wide Web at championsandlegends.com. This is the Full Spectrum Podcast with Big Data and Maverick, available wherever you get your podcasts. Big Data, welcome back to Full Spectrum in full effect, buddy. Great week of football. Maybe not the best time of our lives when it came to our betting situation, but you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. It's like a boxer. First round, buddy. Shaking off the cobwebs a little bit, shaking it off. Throw a couple of jabs. We got punched in the face a couple of times. But hey, overall, not the worst week of all time. I've seen worse. I've seen worse. I'm dazed. I'm confused. <laughs> I I need to go to the corner. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, we both do. You know what? But it, at the end of the day, this is the nice thing about about well about boxing and about the NFL. We have a lot of time left. Don't worry. No one's knocking us out. We're going to go the whole, you know, 17 weeks. We're going to take it. We're good. We got a couple of more numbers. And in your case, Big Data, you got more numbers to play with. And the longer this goes, the more I feel you're going to be in control and take over the whole NFL betting world, my friend. For, so forget about last week. Let it go. Walk away. What did you think of last week, though? What was your – I mean, forget the games that you played or talk about the games you played, but overall, what did you think of week three in the NFL? Fun week. There was some uh, some fun games. Uh, some teams are emerging mm-hmm. that you didn't think would be, and uh, other teams have severely disappointed. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You know, the one team that's surprising me, and I just don't know – like you know, in a good way, bad way, it's the Buffalo Bills. They they look so bad in Week One. I was convinced. Here we go. This is going to be the year that you know this team is going to show everyone what I've been saying for the last couple of years. They're just you know they're a flash in the pan, but they're not. They're starting to catch. And you, and the part that's surprising me, it's they're still doing it with really no running game. I still can't get behind Singletary and. Uh, and uh, and Moss, Moss. Uh, yeah, I can't get behind them, Big Data. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm just – I got to I got to change my ways. I think this is going to be the week. If they cover that 16-and-a-half-point spread, I think I'm on the bandwagon. I'm going to join the Buffalo the, – the Bills Mafia. I'm going to do it. Yay! Well, let's start with that game then. Oh, yeah. That's one of my feature games. Oh, I look forward to it. All right, give it to me, Big Data. So you already, you already spoiled the opener for me. 16 and a half points for the Bills at home against the lowly Houston Texans. Houston, you know, I I had some hopes for them last week, and those hopes were dashed quickly. (laughs) They did not look great. What can I say with the Bills? Yeah, it's 16 and a half points, uh, but their offense looks like a juggernaut. Uh, So... You're going to say to yourself, okay, well, maybe this is a blip. Maybe their mm-hmm. offense isn't that good. So far this year, you know, they had a big week last week. Uh, so far this year, they're scoring 31 points a game. Guess what? They scored 30 points a game last year. It's essentially the same offense, and it's a good one. I'm going to say with the Texans and all their quarterback problems and everything else that's going on there, you got to take at home. 
minus 16 and a half. Take the Bills. Wow. You, sir, you have a lot of balls to take 16 and a half at home. I just feel like this kind of could be a trap game. I'm not going to say anything. You know why? Because last week I noticed I kept agreeing with you, and maybe that was why we had a little bit of a thing. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just saying, hey, that's ballsy. I like that. I like that you're ballsy this week, Big Data. I like that. Well done, sir. Appreciate and, it. Hey, anytime. Anytime I can talk about the the test, uh, testicular fortitude that you have, sir, <laughs> I will do it. Absolutely. Um, from there, I'm going to talk about a game. It's interdivision. It's not the most flashy of games. It's Chicago against Detroit. Now, here's Chicago coming off maybe one of the worst offensive outputs of NFL history. They got Justin Fields in. They thought this was going to be a big deal. Man, did that guy just – I don't know if I want to blame him. A lot of people are, are, are choosing uh, Nagy, the coach, and the game plan for the thing. I don't know. I, you know what? It's still too early to tell. I feel like Fields is going to maybe have a – well, he can't have a worse game in all honesty. So let's assume he's going to have a better game than he did last week. I'll, I'll you give got you Detroit. One. Yeah, I'll please. I'll give you one, one quick tidbit there. Uh, on one of the plays uh, – the design of the play was not to block the nose tackle mm. and um, he sacked fields. So <laughs> yeah, that does... the coaching staff's doing too good of a job there. Well, maybe Nagy got to go back to Kansas city. Cause uh, you know, Andy Reed last week wasn't feeling good after the game. So maybe this is uh, his way of saying, Hey, I'll go back to Kansas city. I'll go back. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and play with Andy. That's fine. Um, with that being said, it's Detroit versus Chicago interdivision game. Chicago's favored by six in this game. Big data. This is what I've caught on to in now the past three weeks. Detroit's not great, but man, they're feisty and their defense is not bad. And I kind of like them and I think they're due for a win. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to call the Detroit Lions plus the six points. This one I feel like could be a trap game on myself. I should know better, but I just can't help and watch Detroit. And I just feel like this team... You know, they've kind of lost a cut last week, 66-yarder against Baltimore. I mean, they kept Jackson in check. They did everything. Justin Tucker is Justin Tucker, you know, breaking the NFL record. I'm going to take Detroit this week, buddy. I think this team is a little demoralized, a little mad, but they know that they played their heart out and they're, they're, they're close. And all I need them is to cover the six points. I don't need them to win. It'd be nice if they win as well because I hate Chicago Cla- that much. Classic Detroit. Stealing defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> Isn't that big data's not wrong? The truth. Who do you got on the docket for game number two on your list, buddy? Next up, what I think is probably the the premier game of the week. There's a couple candidates, but this one is it's a pretty sexy game. Cardinals Rams in LA. Oh yes. Oh. Vegas has this one uh, minus four and a half for the Rams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of uh, a lot of popular podcasts call this the Vegas zone. You yes, know yes, absolutely. I know exactly so, what you're talking so about. So Vegas, yeah. Vegas is a little unsure on this one. Uh, I'm looking at it a little bit differently, though. Uh, so far, in my own personal rankings, you're gonna love this. I have mm-hmm. both the cards and the Rams in my top five. I can see very, that. very close together. Uh, Cardinal D is playing much yeah. better than we thought so far in the year. Uh, Absolutely. They're giving up uh, just 22 points a game. And like they're it. in the top half of the league in uh, 
opponents yards per point. So good, good statistics on defense there. Uh, Kyler Murray and the offense have been fantastic. Obviously the Rams have been excellent as well so far this year, but I think they're pretty evenly matched teams. So for this one, I'm going to be taking the cards at Ooh. plus 190 for the win in L.A. I love, love, love what you did there, buddy. I love that pick. And I'm looking at their I'm – a, I'm a turnover differential guy. And you know what? You're talking about plus three and a plus two, respectively. Cardinals have the, the three and the Rams have the two. This is as evenly matched. No wonder Vegas is having a problem with it. Um, I'm going to say, hey – you didn't have to go after that game, but you know what I like about you, Big Data? You go after the hard, the hard, the hard games. You go after the games that are going, I want to stay away. You attack it. You walked right into it and said, Give me this game. I want it. You gotta like dig. It. You gotta dig to find the nuggets. Yeah, it's so true. Speaking of the Vegas zone, my game number two, Carolina at Dallas, also at minus four and a half. And I'm looking at this game and I'm looking at these two teams. And call me crazy, big data. Call me crazy if you want, but aren't they kind of similar? Both offensively heavy, defensively nothing spectacular, nothing crazy, and nothing to write home about. Uh, their defense is both playing good, strong enough. I'm looking at Dallas has got a plus five compared to the plus one that Carolina has. But, dude, I kind of like give me Carolina plus the four and a half. I'm with you, man. Give me give me the points on this one. I I think that Carolina at 3-0 and oh, – this is going to be their first test, and I think, you know, like a good boxing match, they've thrown a couple of jabs, they're feeling a little loose, and now uh, now let's see what they're up against the big boys. And, and I like the four and a half. I don't expect them to win, but give me the four and a half. I like the points here, my friend. You know, I definitely underestimated the Panthers last week. I thought they'd have a hard time covering eight on the road at Houston. It was a little shaky at times, but in the end, it was they- shaky. In the end, they, they covered pretty handily. And, yeah, that that Panthers defense has been a – especially their uh, quarterback pressure has been a, a big surprise so far this year. I think that Matt Rule and his crazy college Baylor offense is starting to, to take shape a little bit. Uh, obviously, last week, um, McCaffrey went down, so we got to see what happens with him. But – I like it. I mean, Dallas has a ton of firepower, so there's there's not a lot of room uh, for Carolina to to make mistakes in this game. Mm-hmm. But I, I think they're they have a lot of momentum, and uh, I think it's going to be oh, that's a tough game to pick. I, I, I'm it could go either ways. I, I can't th- that one is a that one's a really tough one. You you are and, showing some fortitude picking that one. Hey, thanks a lot, and and I'm going to throw a little sprinkle on it, a little extra dust on it. Hey. Take the over. It's a gimme. Go ahead. Big data. Game number three on your list of winners. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I'm going to take another early season uh, surprisingly good team. We're going to take the Ravens and the Broncos game. Is, are you on purpose going after the hardest games on the list here? What, what's going I on I think here? so. I think so. <laughs> I really like the Broncos so far. I know that they haven't had the toughest schedule. Obviously, playing both New York teams is going to make you look a lot better than you really are. (laughs) But I'm going the other way. I'm going to say, you know, the Ravens 
Ravens haven't looked very good. I know they pulled the game out against the Lions. Uh, but overall, I, I, you know, they beat the Chiefs, of course. Um, but yeah, offense has been middle of the pack. And surprisingly, mm-hmm. uh, their defense has been bottom 10 uh, so far this season. Uh, Broncos have just been just been fantastic on offense and on defense so far. Mm-hmm. Playing really well. They're at home. You know, Baltimore's so one-dimensional. You know, Broncos have Von Miller and uh, Chubb back. I think I'm going to go. It's basically a pick 'em. It's uh, it's minus one on this one for the Broncos at home. So I, I'm going to I'm going to take the the minus one of the Broncos and uh, and I think uh, they're going to pull it out. Yeah, you know what? This one's this one's so tough with me. I, I actually looked at this game and walked away from it crying a little bit too because, you know, this, they seem like a very – if you had to say are there teams in the league that are similar, kind of like a Carolina-Dallas, uh, I would say this one's very similar too. you got a Baltimore and a Denver that on paper look alike, but you're right, man. Baltimore's defense, something's not there, and Lamar's not getting away like he used to. Denver, yeah, you know what? I, I like where you're going. I'm staying away from it, man. Good luck to you on that one. I give you major, major respect. Now, wish me luck on my third pick. I looked at the list and I said, hey, I want people's respect. I want you to put a little respect on my name when you talk <laughs> about me in NFL, all right? Because the Maverick is here to tell you that when I see games like San Francisco, Seattle, last year and the year before, some of the greatest NFL games I've ever seen in my entire life, I'm not walking away. I'm saying, let me take a look. Seattle right now is not doing anything. I don't know what's going on over there in Seattle. Russell's not cooking the way he did at the beginning of last year. San Francisco's, you know, kind of teeter-tottering the late game loss to, to, the, to my Packers. But I'll be honest with you when I say that was just, I don't know, you want to call it soft defense at the end. You guys gave it kind of away. Give me San Francisco minus the three. They're mad about last week. This is the team that they hate more than anybody else in their division in the uh, NFC West. I think that they want to lay the boots to Seattle and basically kick them out. Because if Seattle loses one more, I think that they've kind of solidified now that they've got a huge hill to climb against the Arizona, against the Rams. And if San Francisco kind of puts the boot on their neck, I think that all of a sudden it's more of a three-way, a three-game fight uh, a three-team fight than it is a four-team uh, fight. So I'm looking for San Francisco going, I'm pissed, I'm mad, we're at home again, give me minus three, give me the 49ers. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying because I actually kind of hate the 49ers, but give me the 49ers minus the three against the Seahawks. <laughs> Big data, am I crazy? Bold, very bold. <laughs> uh, Thank you. I think Russell in Silicon Valley – He's looking for some venture capital deals. Oh, He's yeah. going to be on his triple A game. I think you're in for a struggle on this one, Maverick. I think I'm going to be biting my nails all the way down. Well, we always like to finish it off. We both pick three games, but let's talk about the Monday nighter. Big data. It's the Las Vegas Raiders, the surprise team maybe of the NFL this year, and maybe even the bigger surprise, Derek Carr, going for MVP against the LA Chargers, who people picked and said, hey, they're going to be good. Knocking off the Chiefs last week, they literally went toe-to-toe with the champ and they punched them in the chin. Big data. Who do you like? It's the Chargers minus three at home in L.A. Who do you like in this one? Normally, I would jump on the Chargers right away and say say Vegas has no chance. But 
you got to think Derwin James, safety, used to be all pro safety, beat up. Joey Bosa, ankle injury, beat up. Even Herbert hit mm-hmm. his hand on a, on a, I guess it was hand-to-hand combat there when he was throwing the ball. He's a little banged up. I think with uh, the way Carr is playing, Waller, and you know, the defense has been not bad. Uh, I'm going to have to say I'm going to give it to – no, I can't. Again, I'm going to take the Chargers. You're going to take the Chargers, eh? I can't I do it. Honest. I got to take the Chargers. Big data. I want to join you on this one, but dude, I think you kind of listed all the reasons I'm not going to. And I like the Chargers better than the Raiders technically if they were both healthy, but I think you kind of said what you said for a reason. And you got to sometime, we'll talk about it a little bit later. You'll see what I mean. The Raiders, you know what? They keep, I keep going against them or I keep thinking that they're not there yet, buddy. And I think maybe they have arrived. Now, does that mean they're going to win the Super Bowl? Does that mean they're going to even win their division? No. But the Raiders are who they are. I think they're actually a good and fair 3-0 and team. I think they've earned every win. Maybe they're not all exciting and spectacular. I'm going to take Gruden and Carr, and I hope Josh is back and feeling good because I got you in the fantasy, buddy. I need a little help from you. I picked you kind of early, so I need you to start doing something for me. So I'm going to take the Raiders. Um, excited about that one. Big data, Sorry. if you don't mind, I want to – quickly talk about a couple of college games I saw. I'm not going to really say who I like. I'll throw it out there. I'll throw a little a little salt on the wounds of, of the teams I don't like, but I'll just say real quick, you got USC minus 7.5 against uh, Colorado. Hey, listen, the Trojans are back. Uh, all that scandal and all that stuff, it's all over now. Let it go. Walk away. You know, Aunt Becky and her kids, that's all over now. She's in jail. Everyone's safe in the UFC, and, and Reggie Bush <laughs> lost his thing. Uh, Mississippi's taking on Alabama minus 16.5. Hey, look. Alabama's at home. Alabama's a little upset. I don't know. Nick Saban, I think, is ready to like kill everybody. So I think we all know which way I would go that way. And Auburn against LSU. You know what, man? These two teams used to be at the pinnacle. Both are kind of eh, not not the true giants. They used to be. Dare I say you take the points in this one? Take Auburn plus a couple points. Just you know, it's it. it's really really tough to take anybody at the swamp, but. Yeah, why not? Take a little risk. Take, Take a, little a little risk. risk. That's how you make a little money. A little three-game parlay right there for you. Big data. Tell me about fantasy. It's everyone's favorite segment. It's pump and dump. Oh, yeah. Pump and dump time. Let's go back to the way it used to be. No change in the top three quarterbacks, starting with the quarterbacks, but a tiny development. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray is still number one. Yep. Patrick Mahomes moved down to number three. And also number one, tied with Kyler Murray. Who? Tom Brady. What? Tom Brady is tied with Kyler Murray at number one? He's getting better as he gets older. What the hell is going on? And by the way, we stayed away from that game this weekend. Can we talk about it real quick? Real quick, okay? Is it me or is Tom Brady... Like somehow related to maybe the guy with long hair and blue eyes from a, a book called the Bible. Like it's getting to the <laughs> point where this is getting crazy. He's everlasting. And by the way, 68 yards this weekend in Foxborough against his old team, won six championships with them, and he'll become the all-time leading NFL passer, uh, surpassing Drew Brees. I'm just saying, big data, it's time. It's time to say what it is, man. This is crazy. They should just put some. They should put some water on the field and see if he can walk on it. 
Great idea, Big Data. Great idea. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead, buddy. That's okay. And then going from the oldest QB to the youngest QB, and this hurts because it's this is for the bottom QB of the week. Uh-huh. It's someone we really hyped last year. Someone yes. we really like. Well, you did. You did. Oh, I said it hurts. I, I I said yes it, I, at his school. I loved him. But what did I say to you? <laughs> what did I say when he got it's to early? Uh, it's okay. early. But the uh, the opening results haven't been very good. Zach Wilson, yeah. New York Jets. The last two weeks, three and four points respectively. Ouch! If you're rostering him in in fantasy, mm-hmm. you're you're probably in some sort of hostage situation. You have no Something's access happening. to the internet. Yeah, you Blink accidentally twice started him. <laughs> yeah. Blink That's twice if you is. need our help. Yeah, exactly. Holy cow, man! I couldn't agree more. Let's go to the running backs, and it's not even close. Derrick Henry is mm-hmm. dominating the league. Next up, Aaron Jones has a great season so far. And, you know, new entrant in the top three. He's back. He's mm-hmm. talented. Nick Chubb. He doesn't get a lot of love, then, Nick Chubb. Eh? He doesn't. He doesn't. He was a little underdrafted this year, and, and he's proven everybody wrong. Yeah, he's. he's Bottom good. running back. Mm-hmm. Guy I have in one of my fantasy leagues. Super high draft pick. Very talented. 14 points in the last three games. Yeah, under five points a game. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Leonard. You know what, though? I noticed that I did check one thing out. He gets a lot of targets, but, you know, whoop de doo right? Like, it, Tom's got so many targets that he can go to. But if he's not running the ball, which is what he's there for, I mean, yeah, I agree, man. Kind of disappointing. Yeah, since, I mean, it's great that he's expanded his skill set to become a, a catching running back. It's great, except... Mm need to be able to run as a running back. Yeah. It's very important. Couldn't agree more. Uh, wide receivers. And this is this has changed dramatically. Uh, huge, massive game. Number one for this season so far, Cooper Cup. Number two, another massive game in week three, Mike Williams, Chargers. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then he got beat up a little bit, so he's he's his lead is now dissipated. Tyler Lockett coming in at number three, who was who was by far the number one going into last week. So so lots of changes in the wide receiver scales there. And yeah. then I'm gonna say a bottom wide receiver that a team spent a lot of capital on. I shouldn't say too much, but it, it, it's significant. Mm-hmm. Pay him pay him pretty significantly too. He's got 18 points in the first three weeks, so not very good. Julio Jones. Oh, the Julio. Big data, wouldn't you agree, though? Julio's never been a fantasy guy. He's a stat. Like, he's he's rack-up yard guy, but he's not a touchdown guy. He's not, like, leading yeah, the he's... league guy. He's just consistent guy. That's it. I don't know. That's it. Yeah, he's had those seasons with – Yeah, I mean, he was – I mean, he did have some of the best stats for a few years in a row there, but – it wasn't what you think it would be for how dominant he was. Mm-hmm. Good point. Uh, tight ends are still a tough race. Uh, Kelsey and Gronk, one and two, still very close. And Hawkinson in Detroit still hanging on to the third spot. You're not going to like this. Bottom tight end. I know who you're going to say it. I know who Zero you're say points it. <laughs> in two of three weeks so far this season. Yeah, I know. You're gonna I'm say not it. even going to use his full name. Just Bob Tanyan. <laughs> 
I'm just gonna call him Bob. He's I not don't know. Robert. What happened to him? What? Where? How did he go from being like basically a, a you can't miss target last year to like Rogers going? Yeah, I'm not gonna use you this year. Just yeah, no, you're good. He <laughs> must have made you. fun of Aaron's hair or something. Something happened for sure. Like he saw he, exactly. He must have sided with management. That's the only thing I can think of. That's or what he happened. didn't like. Uh, he didn't like one of uh, Shailene Woodley's movies. Something ah, along those bad reviews. Like he wrote he wrote a nasty Yelp review. Yeah, Run Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, and so far, and I'm actually kind of happy with this. Both my fantasy leagues, I have the top defense, the Saints. Yeah, can you believe it? Top defense, and this is this is really surprising. Bottom defense in fantasy so far, and I, you know, everyone thought they were going to be pretty decent. Mm-hmm. The Washington Football Team. So that is. Buddy, I couldn't agree more. I, I took him last week against Buffalo going, buddy, you're giving me nine points in the, one of the best defense, quote-unquote. But this is why we wait two to three weeks. Because it's one thing to talk about it, and, and all the all the analysts are coming out, and people are saying, oh, you know, Chase Young and the guys are going to do. No, this is why you wait a couple of weeks to see what's real. And that is, I'm telling you, man, I agree. Washington actually does suck. They are not to be scared of at all. They're, they're not, I'm not saying they're the worst in the league that they'll stay there, but you know what? They've given me no reason to actually not put them there. I would have put them there without looking at the stats. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I keep a close eye on the giants. They scored 29 against Washington. Lost the game, of course. Yeah. But, but they, and against Denver and Atlanta, Combined, they did not score 29. So that tells you this Washington team is not very good on defense, which is, you know, they have the best pass rusher pretty much in football. So it's pretty surprising. Yeah. So what about the kickers? Can you give me best kickers? Oh, let's go with who cares about <laughs> the kickers. You know what? That's like volleyball. Set you up nicely there for a spike. That was a good one. That's a good one. Hey, that's a little something for you. There- Take that for data. There it is, guys. Now we are off to, um, you know, what we call uh, Bookie's Corner. It's what, <laughs> it's what we call Bookie's Corner. You want to know the inside of the life? You want to see what's going on back there and what I've learned over the years? I'm going to give you a little insight on the inside. Big data. Last week, I told you guys, you know, Play with your heart. Play, don't, or pardon me, play with your head, not your heart. Be smart. Keep keep on, you know, just don't listen to a lot of people. Just stay focused in what you want to do. And, and that result will catch. You will, you you know, you'll see results is really what I'm getting at. The best advice I can give you this week, and another one that kind of, um, it's rearing its ugly head and it's going to happen a lot. And I promise you. And for those that love to bet each weekend and maybe a variety of sports, it's the team that always scoops you. Now, follow me on this. There's two ways you can look at it. There's a team that you might really like and you, you know, maybe could be your favorite team or just a team that seems to win you money. Follow that team. Follow that team. I'm, I'm dead serious when I say may not be a team you totally love and you have their jerseys or their hats or whatever, but who cares? But if they're making you money, follow that team. And reversal. If there's a team like the Atlanta Falcons that always somehow end up screwing me every single time, Stay away. Stay away from Atlanta. No matter how good that line looks, no matter how amazing you're going, oh, my God, they're going to get crushed this week against the Giants. The Giants are going to end up pulling off that win. No, it's the opposite. Like, when you have a team that you just don't like, stay away from them. Do yourself a favor. There's a reason. It's like an ex-girlfriend. There's a reason you guys broke up. Stop pretending that you need to go back to her. You know, yeah, maybe the sex was good and all that stuff. I get it. 
But you know what? You know she's bad crazy. So at the end of the day, stay away from the crazies and stick with the good. That's Bookie's Corner. <laughs> so, so true. Truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> Anything else you want to leave the full spectrumites uh, with any any good advice uh, following week four or looking into week four? Anything else? I mean, you know, every week we're getting more data. Uh, keep updating. Don't let the first two week stereotypes uh, affect your gambling going forward. Reevaluate every week. And uh, best of luck out there. It's, yeah. it's kind of crazy. Big data. Looking forward to week four. You know, I am. I feel like we're going to have a much better week. We're looking poised. We're looking good. And uh, hey, have fun out there, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. The Full Spectrum Podcast, presented by Champions and Legends. Champions and Legends produces hemp-derived CBD sports supplements for athletic preparation, performance, and recovery. Discover Champions and Legends on the World Wide Web at championsandlegends.com.